0: last time on dice funk
1: even if we don't trust the rebellion they're the only people who aren't evil like actively like the lord is doing something with demons and so is Lonigan. the stone rotten are kidnapping and torturing people
2: and what did you do to my face anyway
1: i i marked you
2: (laughs) okay how do i get it off my face
1: uh, there I mean there is magic that can remove
0: curses and uh magical
1: afflictions.
0: He begins here saying some time to escape while they preoccupy themselves trying to stop him from falling. Uh nobody will be able to touch us, boss. Um, in any case, you you affix a little note to squeak and uh you're like, Okay, buddy, you gotta go find your new friend. I have some of the details here of Fidric's death, as well as a transcript of the ransom note that was delivered to Lord Erlynne. You're to bring the orb and fang of Gorfanax and 10,000 gold pieces to the quarry tomorrow night.
1: Daniel, have you
0: seen that knife that I brought here?
1: Oh no, I think the people who set the fire stole it.
0: He says that, uh, Stone Root is home to one of the most impressive book repositories in all the kingdoms that border it. Um, if you're looking for historical documents, um... On the arcane, then that might be a, a good place to look. That's Blister.
2: They're part of the group that tortured me and tried to sell me into sex slavery and may or may not have the Lord's son.
1: And then once she's used all her knives to lo- lock all the doors, she sets the building on fire with sacred flame.
0: And a very familiar looking cloaked figure um <laughs> leaps out and uh, hits the ground effortlessly. Um, you don't know whether or not it's it's seen you. So we're gonna head off to the book repository.
1: <laughs> All right. So we left ourselves in a an interesting position. Uh, Alana's getting ready for work, and Anne and Ronaldo are outside a book repository. Do you wanna?
0: It would probably pay to actually have my fucking, like...
3: Notes open?
0: Yeah, my goddamn... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, there's no point in getting good at this now.
0: <laughs> I'm trying so hard, and I... I'm. Are we, like, all
3: sick? Like, what the f... You tried so hard and got so far... Do not, like, park this podcast!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, like, I don't... I'm sorry, you guys are all way younger than me, so I have no idea what a Lincoln Park is. <laughs> I'm not way younger than you, I'm just younger than
2: you. Everyone else is way younger than you. Do you know what a Lincoln Park is? I know what it is, but I don't want to. So I feel mm. like that's that's close enough.
3: Alright. Austin, how old are you?
2: Twenty. Five?
3: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: yeah. What? He's, He's like so... a tiny baby. It's great.
3: <laughs> he really is.
1: <laughs> Wait, how old are you, Jess? I know like how old Johnny and Leon are, vaguely, but...
3: I'm gonna be 29 in two weeks. That's, that's a couple years.
0: Oh, what a sweetheart that Jess thinks she's old.
3: <laughs> 29 is when you're starting to think about having children. <laughs> 25 is just like, you're sitting there and you're like, huh. What should I do today? Fuck it, whatever.
1: I mean, that's how I've
0: lived my life for the whole, all of it, so it's not really an age thing. I
3: can't do that anymore, man.
0: Okay, so, um, as I recall, um, Alana was hanging out in The Twist. Uh, she had just sent Squeak to go find the intrepid, I don't want to say heroes. <laughs> They
1: think they're heroes.
0: Intrepid protagonists. Ronaldo does not think he's a hero, he just thinks he's better than Anne right now. With the burn mark on his face. Alright. Still. Um and after uh Anne and Ronaldo had decided to I should say Anne really decided yeah. to set fire to the long pole.
1: Which was full of kidnappers, torturers, and sex slavers, which I don't-
0: <laughs> And also just people having
2: a drink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Anne is, pro- is pro-prohibition. <laughs> it's a political stance.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Johnny. No, well, that's fine. Um, they decided to make their way to the book repository, um, uh, uh, from whom I believe they ascertained the location of from Danian. Mm-hmm. Who told them that it was probably the deepest font of knowledge uh, that Stone Root had to offer? So um, we'll pick it up as they approach. Uh, and I believe I said it was not the friendliest looking building.
2: Okay, before I before Ronaldo does literally anything else, <laughs> even though he ran really far and really fast away from the arson, uh, I wanna... don't. You rewrite your story here, Leon. No, no, I'm not I'm not rewriting. I'm saying once he gets there, this is what I want to do. I wanna roll a perception check to see if Ronaldo uh noticed anyone following him.
1: Look at us playing smart for once.
3: When did that start happening?
1: Nineteen.
3: Whoa.
1: Uh oh, competency's rearing its head. <laughs> not sure how I feel. Uncomfortable.
0: You don't see anything suspicious.
2: Okay. Alright, um, Ronaldo puts Anne down, because he was carrying her, and says, Why did you do that?
1: I- I told you, those were the kidnappers.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, and if they die, great, but there were literally a bunch of other people in that bar. Like, you, you- you- you may have just killed a bunch of strangers.
1: Yeah, and if they were good people, then they've just gone to their eternal reward. Thanks and good job and
2: no no you, you you murder a lot of people <laughs> i'm not gonna tell anyone but you shouldn't have done that and ronaldo is starting to like twist around in in, in place like he's super uncomfortable i
1: I've, I've already explained this to you ronaldo
2: all right ronaldo looks like he's about to reach for something and then doesn't <laughs> and then he says let's just go inside But, but, don't burn anything unless I say so.
1: You're not the boss of me. You're not my real dad.
2: Ronaldo looks like he's about to strangle her, but then doesn't, (laughs) and then goes inside. And then he mutters something under his breath that says, I really backed the wrong horse here. I'm not a horse. I'm going to say she didn't hear me
1: say that. (laughs) Okay, we go in the book
0: repository. Yeah. Before you go in, I have some color commentary. Oh, please. The stone, contrary to all other structures in the city, looks dark and slick. You aren't sure if this is a trick of contrast to the dry, gray monotony of every brick on the street you've ever seen, but something smooth and somewhat shiny suddenly looks dangerous to you. The people on the street shy away from the library as much as possible, even avoiding eye contact with it. When the two of you approach the stairway leading to it, much of the traffic around slows, looking at you intently, with talk and whisper replacing the sound of feet and hooves hitting the road. Oh, uh, if you've got something you want to do, by all means, interrupt.
1: No, it was just when you said people on the street, I was going to do under pressure, but I thought better of
0: it. Da-de-de-da-de. Yeah. At first the door appears locked, but budges slightly on your last try. A nervous and skittering voice peals from within at the heavy sound of the door shaving a layer of wood off its bottom. A sudden puddle of oil appears at the base of the door, and the voice encourages, Move it back and forth! You have to move it back and forth now! The swollen groan of the door dissipates into a choked moan, with a few strokes of the arc it opens by. And as if it were never stuck before, it flies open, revealing a small and diminished man behind a cowl, diverting his eyes and blinking in a hesitant manner at the daylight. Yes, 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 Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Our visitations aren't what they used to be. It's been a hard, um, I, uh... I am I am Bunks. I oversee these. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, well, it's going to be this kind of thing, is it?
2: Yeah, yeah. The, this is the route we're going down now.
0: All right. <laughs> can I? Can I continue? <laughs> can we stop you? If you If you wanted to, no. If you have more to say, he can go. Um, I over I oversee these uh, books. It's. It's never a trouble to welcome knowledge seekers. Uh, forgive me. It's uh, not a usual circumstance. Can I, can I offer you some, uh, paper? Uh, would, uh, uh, do you have any? Sorry. I just, if you're here, uh, you might. I'll take if, some paper. If, oh, if you want. <laughs> never have too much paper. Bunks holds out a sheaf of paper to you, Anne.
1: Anne takes it.
0: While continuing to say, sorry, I just, if you're here, um, you might, if you, if there's anything, you, um, um, wait, um, what, what can I do for you? Danian sent us from the church. She said, do you guys
1: have some books?
2: Ronaldo looks around and like that, th- and thinks like, that's not very specific. <laughs> and then says, we are looking for books about the Fang and Orb of Gorfinax.
0: There's a pause in his thought, and the paper that he holds out to you in his hands, in some frozen icon of hospitality, falters. His eyes dart back and forth between the two of you, and more than just a few other places, too. You get the impression that he doesn't see too well? Um, gor- gorfinax, uh, uh, gorfinax. Gorfinax, Gorfenax. Yeah, yes, yes, we... we... We have some writings um, on Gorfinax, uh, not much. Um, worship deity uh, by some impenetrable cult that precludes the inhabitants of Stone Root in this area. Um, we have uh, um, books of historical record that have attempted to um, note their appearance, uh, disappearance, rise, fall, assimilation, and so on, but it's, it's, it's been a difficult road to record. Um, the edit always sets us back some time before i
2: I do anything else i want to roll an arcana check to see if if ronaldo has ever heard of gorfinax or is that a religion check because we never we never established whether or not any of us have ever heard of this person it's a religion check
1: we've we have definitely because we we had the whole conversation with anyan about whether he heard or not right like it would have come it would have come up
2: right right danian said he didn't he hadn't heard about it that's what ann said but ronaldo never said a thing
1: So maybe this jogged something? Is that our...
2: I don't know, but I just never did, and I want to make rolls for things now.
0: Because now Leon's rolling with the homies.
2: Look, I'm not gonna... It's not gonna go well. I'm just gonna do it. It's a six. It doesn't
0: mean anything. You somehow forget. So, no. Ronaldo blurts out, Gorfinax. That's a great vintage.
1: (laughs) He's very thirsty.
0: Okay. Can you take us to the books? To those books? Um, yes, yes, of, of, of course, of course, follow me. The air in the library is musty, with a particular weight that brings almost as much scent of blood as it does history. The light from the windows breaks through the heaviness with impunity, as though it struggles to force itself into the darkness. Bunks brings you to a sparsely stocked portion of the library and gestures to a single shelf with three books laid upon it. Um, do you want me to... Do you want to read these, or
1: do you want me to?
2: Renato looks at Anne and says, Do you know how to read?
1: I am really good at reading. I speak many languages, and I that's like that was the only thing I was good at, at seminary. Um, I'm not really good with all the the bowing and the stuff but i can do lots of the good talks okay. bunks
0: interrupts and says if you need me uh just call i will be attending the tomes and he okay. shuffles off in a skittish way
2: Ronaldo takes out a piece of paper uh and sort of like turns so that like sort of like uh, in a corner he scribbles something down looks at Anne, and then puts it back in his pocket and then he goes over to the books, takes the first one, and just cracks it open and starts reading.
1: Um, okay, well, while Ronaldo is going to research Gorfanax, actually, can I have Anne walk over to Bunks real quick?
0: Before that, before that happens, mm-hmm. you, you hear a squeaking.
1: It's a spooky-ass library. We need to be on the lookout for giant owls and skeletons in spacesuits.
0: No, 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 Austin, you, uh, like, you hear a squeaking that you get the impression is trying to communicate with you. Okay, Ronaldo,
2: uh, can I do a, a, um, perception check to see which direction this is going in so Ronaldo can find the squeaking? Yep. (laughs) It's a two. Ten.
3: You don't apparently hear shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Ronaldo doesn't care then and he goes back to his book.
1: Okay, Austin, you hear, Hey. Hey. Oh, the talk to animal spell has worn off, by the way.
0: Okay, then you don't hear shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you run oh, off to fun. bunks.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> Which one do you want to narrate uh, what Ronaldo finds in the books first or our conversation?
0: Oh, man. R- Ronaldo's reading a book? Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's a book.
1: <laughs> and there are three of them, so let's just, yeah, let's put that aside.
2: Yeah, you guys do stuff while I read.
1: Yeah, Anne wants to go over to Bunks and kind of uh not corner him, but get kind of have a a quiet conversation with that out of Ronaldo's earshot. Mm-hmm. And she says, "Hey, do you have maybe any books on like druid circles? Like maybe some kind of um, clans or circles?" Of druids in the area, anything like that?
0: Um, he says, "Oh, well, uh, you're, yes. Uh, um, uh, normally, we keep in- incredible histories of uh, just about um every worship, every druid, every um um group that 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 leads into the area." Um, I, I, I'm. Uh, you you'll have to be a little bit more specific and and as he's as he's talking um you can see that his eyes are gradually adjusting to the light and he says if if you want i can i can um find you something if you give me something a little bit more specific i can find you something
1: did he say that ominously on purpose? Is he trying to like? Is he trying to impart like, like ominousness? I ain't
0: saying nothing. Insight check. All right, do it. Twenty. Shit. You get the impression that he's he's come upon a new truth, some information that he didn't know before, mm-hmm. and is now rather afraid of.
1: Uh, is everything okay? You seem, uh, upset. Did we do something wrong? I, I'm,
0: I, I will be, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You stay with your friend. I will find your druid book and don't burn anything. Why would you say that? He turns away and shuffles away as fast as he possibly can.
1: And and starts going after him and saying, I didn't
0: even tell you anything more specific about the druids. You just... We, we have plenty of information about druids. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll find it. It's
1: fine. Anne's definitely following this guy as, as he tries to leave. Is he like going for an exit or is he actually going for where books are?
0: It's a very circuitous library.
1: Okay, well she's going to follow him until it becomes apparent whether he's trying to
0: escape or is just hurrying away to do the thing. Um you follow him to uh what looks like an office. I mean, looks like because it's ramshackle just full of muscled papers just like pretty much destroyed. And he um he goes and sits down. At a desk, with just sheafs of torn paper and notepads and half-open books everywhere. Um, a very dim light, and kind of like tucks his eyes into a corner and just starts writing.
1: I mean, is he acknowledging that Anne's in the room? He's
0: trying his hardest not to. Um. So. Where where are the druid books? I I'll I'll find them for you.
1: Okay, Ann's just gonna go over and see what he's writing.
2: Alright. This is some hot library action we're doing this episode, guys. You you
0: wander over and he immediately just sort of as soon as you get within, you know, around the desk, he crumples the paper up and puts it in his pocket. You're being real weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He leans down, uh, which is uh, interesting considering how small and diminished this man is, and he whispers to you, I recognize you, heretic. You blasphemed. Oh, shit. You abandoned the church. You were the reason we were burned out of town. You burned that man. Now I will uh I will find your druid um tomes. Just um give me some time.
2: I like that Ronaldo's like in the other room as this happens, so he's just reading a book like dup da, da, da dum dum <laughs> I'm Cri- Ronaldo critical backstory
0: <laughs> Uh I I
1: mean Anne's just uh shocked into silence and she just stands there basically.
0: He um he pulls a, a a piece of paper out of what looks like a very extensive card catalog and says, you'll find your Druid books there. And then goes back to scribbling. And at, at this point in time, you can't recognize what he's writing about.
1: I mean, she takes the card, but then she asks, you said we
0: were burned out? Are you from Thin Mints? <laughs> he just, he looks at you with a sad tinge in his eyes Oh. and then turns back to writing and says you'd better get back to your friend he's looking at trouble
1: I mean everything in this town is trouble we're trying to get out of trouble I mean if you know something that we don't it seems like you know more about me than I know about you and I'm I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that
2: <laughs> doesn't respond Ronaldo lets out a really quiet fart while all <laughs> this is happening.
1: Okay, well, I mean, you're just being rude now. <laughs> no,
2: no, no one could hear. No one could. They, <laughs> no, I'm talking to the guy who didn't respond. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, Bunks says, "Find what you need and go. You are more trouble than you're worth."
1: That is fair. I will give you that. <laughs> I'm going to roll persuasion. Just ask one more time. Um, well, let me roll and see how it, we, well, what does she say? She says, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to bring you into the trouble we're in. I just, I, I just want to know what you meant when you said that. Uh, eight. Not great.
0: I've heard the stories. Is all Bung says. I, I like stories. Do you want to tell me story? Punk says, "If you like stories, there are plenty of them in those shelves." We're in—we're in a
1: library. I know the spookiest of locales. <laughs> Is there anything I can do to? You can go away. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I can do. Actually, can do that. I have—I have that within my power. And she's yeah. She says, "Uh." Sorry, I guess, and leaves and goes and finds the books that are on the card.
0: All right, back to Ronaldo. I am I'm reading. Yeah, but uh, here's here's the question. Um, when confronting the shelf that has three books on them, mm-hmm. um, you have three titles. Yeah. one of them is um a journal. One of them is a geological survey, and one of them appears to be an anthropology book. Oh my god, I, I, re- I read the journal. All right. The journal um, is called Becky Piripipi, Bard Extraordinaire. <laughs> I love you, Johnny.
3: You're my favorite person, Johnny. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it, it looks old. Okay. Like it's it's old as fuck, okay. And
1: it's filled with really nice drawings,
0: it, just <laughs> brilliant drawings, beautiful drawings, worth mentioning over and over again in this podcast, okay. Um, but it's um obviously written from uh, Bard Peripipi, um, talks about a journey to, uh, the, like, a realm of land. This is, like, uh, from the dates inside the journal, you can tell it's hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Hmm. Um, but one of the names inside catches your attention.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, um, Piripipi has a companion in this journal named
2: Erlin. Ooh. Well, the, the, we know that the town goes w- a way back because when we went into the uh, Lord's Manor in like episode two, um, there were like portraits of, uh, like, like everyone. So I guess they've just, they've done, they've been in power in this town a long time.
1: Yeah. Portraits of what seemed like the same guy. And we also know he's linked <laughs> to a, a, a life stealing knife.
2: <laughs> well, now, now we, 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 we saw that. The two, like they, I think Johnny said, like the couple most recent ones look like the same guy.
1: Johnny, you want to, do you want to refresh us on the, uh, whether that's correct? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could just go back and listen to episode two, you jerk. Right. I, I,
2: I, listened, <laughs> I binge listened to them, uh, a while ago, uh, while I was bored. So, uh, at work. So I'm almost positive. Um, but anyway, not, not, not the point. Um, Ronaldo just reads, and I, I, without you know actually um, dictating a book to me right now, what are the what are the highlights of what Ronaldo has read?
0: The
1: cliff notes,
2: yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing: you don't have a whole lot of time to read, um, because, well, okay. Let's, let's rearrange. Uh, I'm sorry. The thing is, I have to manage how time works in terms of like, you're sitting there reading a book being like, oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to manage so much as just make it up. <laughs> you control time.
0: I'm trying to make a cohesive universe here, Austin. Cool. I know. I know. All right. Um, so some highlights that you get just from skimming are that, um, this bard, and erlin and a couple of other companions were adventuring to a portion of a kingdom whose name that you've never heard okay and they hear that there's a a great power stored there a great treasure something of real value something incomprehensible and then there's a bunch of torn out pages of the book. Hmm. Okay. Like, right at the end. You're flipping through, and then, (smack) pages gone.
2: What is immediately preceding this? Like, the the ripped out page? Just so I can get maybe a clue on what was uh, about to happen in this book.
0: Oh, um, immediately preceding the ripped out pages are how they've arrived, and there are uh, some inhabitants of the region who are rather secretive Um, but have some strange rituals. Uh, They're not comfortable sharing with people. Um, They're actually quite cordial and friendly. Um, Nice. And they eat plentifully and they're very taken care of and they always have what they need. Hmm. But there are these things that they do that are totally off-limits.
1: Wait, the st- stuff they do would be out- off limits in other cultures, or there are just things in their cultures that are taboo.
0: They are no, uh, like uh, what I'm saying is, is that they do not describe what they do. Mm. They are they are saying, okay, now it's time for the Tuesday, so back the fuck off, get out of here. These sixteen guys are gonna watch you. Oh, okay, secret, secret times. Yeah, secret times, secret, secret, secret.
2: All the evil happens on Tuesday. Okay. So, alright. Um, If that's all that's in the journal, then Ronaldo closes it and uh, goes looking for Anne.
1: Really? You're not going to try the other two books?
2: I'm gonna, but I'm wondering, but Ronaldo is wondering where Anne has gone off to.
1: Alright, well, Anne went looking for the Druid books.
0: Alright. Meanwhile. Yeah. Alana. Yes. <laughs> So last we left you, uh, I believe you were in your room. Yeah. All right. So boom, you hear a crash downstairs that very much sounds like the front door collapsing. And just like half a second afterwards, you hear a cry, you know, not like a, not a, um.
3: Like someone crying out.
0: Yeah, not not like you know a weeping, but uh,
3: like a yell ish. Y-
0: yeah, you hear you hear a a yell, just a few seconds afterwards, and nothing follows immediately.
3: Do I have anyone in the room with me?
0: Yeah, your roommates are there, and they are alarmed as fuck.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna like look and go. Okay, what the hell was that? And I'm gonna look at them like. Should we go investigate?
0: Uh, I believe your roommates Faith and Hope, I think I named them. Yeah. Um, or look like frightened as hell. And look at you, kind of look at the door, look back at you again. And, uh, Faith says, I I think we should hide.
3: Do you have a weapon?
0: Hope pulls out a fork.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hand one of them my dagger. Um, Yeah, one of them gets my dagger. The other one gets my other dagger, because I have two, apparently. And I'm going to take out my rapier, and I'm going to be like... I'm going to say to both of them, No amount of hiding is going to save us if you can't fight. And then I'm going to go to the door and listen to see if I hear anything.
0: Each one of them takes your daggers, but makes absolutely no move to look courageous or busy or interested in fighting whatsoever. You go to the deer, uh, door, sorry.
3: I was gonna say, there's a deer in here too? What the (laughs) fuck?
1: It has magnificent antlers.
3: (laughs) You go to the
0: deer, and then a bright white light shines, and then some guy says the owls are not what they seem.
1: This has been a reference-heavy episode. I apologize if you don't get any of the things we're saying.
3: I don't even get any of the things we're saying. <laughs> I
1: made a Doctor Who one just for you.
3: No, I got that one, but I don't know what the the deer and the owls and the... I don't get that shit. Twin that's, that's
2: Twin Peaks. That's uh, Twin Peaks. I didn't get the Doctor Who joke, but
1: you can explain it to me later. <laughs> the skeletons and the spacesuits in the library. No, I don't know
0: about no. that. It's one of the few good episodes of Doctor Who. Anyway.
3: That's true. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so... Um you get to the door and you hear some whispers at least you hear them as whispers, I should say. And then you hear a gurgled cough Okay and a whimper that fills a lot more air than it should. And then you hear a very loud voice yell. Somebody had better come talk to me.
3: (laughs) Does it sound like a woman or a man?
0: It sounds like a woman.
3: Does it sound like Tamsin?
0: A little bit? (laughs) No, it does not.
3: Who does it sound like? Does it sound like anyone I know?
0: It sounds like no one you know. I think AC's
1: wrecking bitches.
3: Um... Alright, I'm going to open the door, but before I do... I look at Faith and Hope, and I say, stay here, and if anybody comes up here that you don't know, stab them, okay?
2: <laughs> Time for another one of Jess's characters to die.
3: <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
3: um, and then I'm going to look at them. I'm not even going to wait for a response. I'm going to be like, I'm going to open the door, and I'm going to say, stay here, and then I'm going to close the door. All right. Is anyone in the hallway? Nobody. Is there another bedroom door that I could go to to see if anyone's in there? Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go to a different bedroom door. Alright. I'm gonna open it.
0: Okay. We're wasting a lot of time in this episode, I feel like. (laughs) You find (laughs) a bunch of cowering... um, NPCs. NPCs.
3: Uh, Alright, fine. I'm just gonna shut the door and I'm gonna go downstairs. Like, I'm gonna go to the banister and see what the fuck is going on.
1: Oh, you should stand at the spot Jane stood
0: on and then look down.
3: Sure, I'll do that.
0: All right. So, uh, you march up to the balustrade, and standing at the uh, entrance, with the corpse of Cullen at her feet, is a hooded figure. Yep. Who speaks with a different accent.
3: Wait, who's who's Cullen.
0: Uh, Cullen was the doorman barman Who bandaged you The one who bandaged you up
3: Okay, I'm sorry, it's really hard to keep all these names straight
2: (laughs) I have a wordpad file just full of made-up, fakie-sounding
1: names I have my (laughs) brain
3: Yeah, I don't have any of those things (laughs) That's cool Uh, okay, so Cullen's at- Cullen is dead
0: Oh yeah, there's blood everywhere In, weirdly enough, the same place that uh, Jane was killed at. (laughs) Symbolism.
3: I run downstairs, because, like, I know this guy. (laughs) Like, I run downstairs. I'm, like, ignoring everything and just, like, looking at him and seeing, like, I guess, like, I'm in that shock phase where I'm thinking that, hey, maybe if I sty, like, like stem the blood flow, maybe I could save him, even though there's no fucking hope whatsoever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm basically in shock that this person that I just saw a few hours ago is fucking dead. And I'm trying very hard to keep them alive, even though it's obvious that it's never going to happen.
0: Alright. So the hooded figure, uh, who like, doesn't even flinch when you run towards her, says... So are you the one I have to talk to?
3: Um I don't know what you're talking about.
0: What happened to our deal?
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Remember she was getting dressed for work, so she probably probably looks more prostitute than crime boss right now.
0: Austin, don't you tell me how my characters are going to behave.
1: <laughs> what? I'm just pointing out the visuals. We're having we have an audience, Johnny. <laughs>
0: So the hooded figure <laughs> gets down on your level and says What happened to our deal?
3: And I just kind of look at this figure and I go Again, I have no idea because I don't know what you're talking about I'm. What happened to him? I killed him Why?
0: Because you people <laughs> fucked me that's my job
3: <laughs> I I just kind of again I don't understand what you're talking about our deal I don't know I have no part of this w- where's where's Quips? where's Tamsin I don't know where they are
0: where's Blister
3: I don't know I've been upstairs in my room getting ready for tonight like the rest of us upstairs
0: so this place is just a cash sink for you Where you... get your money.
3: That I pay my bosses, yes.
0: I see. The hooded figure takes out a flask. Glass one.
3: So they're well-to-do.
0: Uncorks it, throws it at the bar. It shatters. Fluid goes everywhere.
3: You're gonna burn this place to the ground.
0: She takes out another flask, uncorks it, and just pours it all over Blister's body.
3: You mean Cullen's body?
0: Cullen's body, yeah, sorry. Not Blizzard, Cullen's body. Throws it off into the corner. And and likes AC. (laughs) Looks you right in the eye, um, Alana, and says, I better get my fucking weapons or I will burn a lot more than this bar. And then drops a match on Cullen's body. And then just marches right out the fucking door.
3: Alright, I'm running upstairs.
0: <laughs> the bar the bar is lighting up pretty fast. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Don't go upstairs. That's like the horror movie mistake. Go out, <laughs> go out the door and run.
1: I do like how fire has become a motif. It's very, very Anne. Yeah. Although there were witnesses to me setting a fire, and now here's this other fire. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: you might be able to uh, say that it was uh, AC.
3: Yeah, but fucking damn it.
1: Do you go try to save your friends, or do you save yourself? Their names are Faith and Hope.
0: There's there's more people in the bar. I mean, who knows who's in the bar right now? Johnny's dropping a hint. Johnny's dropping a really obvious hint. No, Johnny's not dropping anything. Johnny's just saying that actions have consequences.
1: Um, I would say, what? Well, just do what Anne would do. But that would be to set another fire to fight the fire <laughs> Have them fight like Pokemon. I'm
3: running up the, um, fuck. I got it. <laughs> I got to go with the ideal of proving that I am a better, I'm a better person that's worthy of a better life. So I'm going to run up the stairs and I'm going to pound on all the doors and say, fight away out of here. I don't care how. And then I'm going to run into my room and I'm going to go out that same window that I went out the first time with Ronaldo. And I'm going to... How far is it down?
0: It's less of a drop than you managed off of the roof. Okay. During the Let's Approach the Church episode. So...
3: Okay, so I feeling, guess... You're feeling
0: like, you know, maybe it's a comfortable distance. It's better than being burned alive.
3: So Acrobatics.
0: Acrobatics.
3: Twenty-two. Let's do this shit.
0: Killed it! Ah, oh, man. <laughs> you, you, you sprint right through that room, and Faith and Hope, who are just kind of, like, standing up, are sort of like, what's going on? And you're like, everybody's gotta go! Bye! And then just, like, headline it right out that window, do a somersault, rebound off the front wall, and just, like, catch yourself on the ground, and, like ta-da arms (laughs) up in the air we're talking like textbook landing
2: If you stayed in there you could have like taken the bed sheets and made a little rope and
3: i don't have time for that shit (laughs) (laughs) okay uh i'm gonna be like i'm gonna say to faith and hope i'm gonna say okay if you aren't coming out this way could you at least chuck my daggers out the window (laughs) And then I'm going to hit to the... I'm going to go to the side of the building so I know that they're not going to hit me and I'm going to have them chuck the things down.
2: Oh no, I just realized Ronaldo's weapons are in there. They're going to be burned. Aw.
3: Priorities.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Roll persuasion, Jess. Oh, shit. All right. Two um,
1: buildings full of people have gone up in flames in two episodes, and Ronaldo's like, oh, those pieces of
0: metal has sentimental value.
2: Oh, right. lefty and righty. Oh. Eleven. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Nobody's coming to the window.
3: Oh, God damn it!
1: Yeah, you should probably give him that inspirational speech before you left.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go to the front door. How How smoky does it look so far?
0: Oh, the front door is fucking up in flames. Shit. Cullen, Cullen was right at the front door, got a big dose of whatever the hell that that hooded figure poured onto it. Every bit of wood by that front is burning.
3: Okay, is there any other way in? There might be. Okay, I'm gonna... There's,
0: There's not a way in round front, okay. There's a cellar. There's a cellar. You know that there's a cellar entrance.
2: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, the Lord's Son is still might be down there.
3: Um, I'm gonna go in the cellar and see if anybody's down there, because uh, they need to get the fuck out.
0: Alright. Um, the cellar is padlocked from the outside.
3: Um, do I have anything that could possibly break it? Oh, Thieves' Tools. I got Thieves' Tools. Yeah, you do. Alright, Thieves' Tools. Let's do this shit.
1: Rogue time.
3: Uh, what do I do? What do I roll for?
1: You get to. Add, you're proficient in thieves' tool, tools, so you get to add your proficiency bonus to a roll that's plus three.
3: Plus three. So I get plus five to.
0: Don't tell me you're going to be abracadabra and <laughs> because no, that's, that's I, not sleight of I, I,
3: I took the assassin. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't go arcane trickster, although I probably should have given the circumstances. Uh, no, I'll just do the plus three towards, um, with the thieves' tools.
0: All right. Uh, it's plus five, though, I believe, right?
1: The proficiency at at her... What level are you at, Jess? Maybe only plus two.
3: I'm at three, so it's only plus two on my sheet.
1: Yeah, it is. All right, plus three is me and
0: Leon. You're at plus two. Yeah.
3: All right. Damn it. All right, that's not gonna help. Oh. I rolled a four.
0: The building continues to... Increase its conflagration. Alright,
3: I'm gonna try again. I gotta, like, see if anybody's down there. Well, you...
2: Alright, this is totally out of care. Oh, um, never
3: mind. Artificial yes. 20.
2: Yeah. Alright.
0: Um, You crack the lock.
3: Alright, I'm going down there to see if anybody's down there.
0: Alright. You throw open the, uh, the doors, run down into the cellar, uh, casks of wine, beer, oh, liquor, shit. and lots of other... You know, shady things. In fact, quite a lot of weapons, actually. Really nice weapons, as a matter of fact. Um, But at one end of the basement, there's a superbly locked door. (laughs) (laughs) Not regular locks.
3: That sounds like... (laughs)
0: Like, reinforced, made of steel, like...
3: That sounds like where they keep their money. So I'm gonna be like, okay, getting the fuck away from here, and I'm gonna go back upstairs. Get my weapons. Get them. <laughs> go, girl. Get them. <laughs> okay, I'm not risking my life for your fucking weapons, dude. You take like two. Which seconds. way?
0: Which way are you going back upstairs?
3: Through the cellar.
0: All right. So you're going through the cellar doors? Yeah. All right. You haul ass, uh, haul ass out the cellar doors. And make it maybe 15 feet before, you know, there's an impressive liquor explosion. And you, like, dive, and then everything's, like, slow motion. Mm -hmm. And you don't look back. Because even though that doesn't make any sense, it'd make great fan art.
3: (laughs) Sounds good.
1: Oh, dear.
3: (laughs) Alright, so, alright, after this explosion happens, can I look back after the fan art moment?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
3: Alright, so I'm gonna look back. What the fuck do I see?
0: Uh the building is on the fuck fire, it is collapsing, and you hear a number of screams. <laughs> the fuck
1: fire. Too bad I can't name this episode the fuck fire.
3: So wait, so wait, after I told them all to like there's nobody outside trying to get out or anything.
0: There are there are some people, uh you recognize some faces. You see um Faith? Okay. But you don't see hope.
3: Alright, I'm gonna run over to Faith.
0: Deep.
1: Really makes you think.
3: Where's my dagger? Uh,
0: Faith, (sighs) just, who is clutching it in her hand. Just sort of like...
3: Give me the dagger.
0: she, She brings her, like, seriously tense hand over to you... Doesn't let go of the dagger, but is just like staring at the building.
3: I'm going to force her to let <laughs> go of the goddamn dagger.
0: Oh yeah! Is the moment the moment you pry the dagger out of her hands, her fingers just like give, and she's just staring at the twist burning to the ground.
1: Are there any buildings left in Stone Root that aren't on fire?
2: Yeah, yeah. We've had three fires so far.
3: So it's, I'm going to good. assume, if memory serves me correctly. The last time we went running out of the twist, we found ourselves near a fire, so basically all I gotta do is wait for a motherfucker to show up in really hilariously looking outfit and small child. So, I'm gonna wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay. That gives us a chance to move scenes. Next scene. Alright.
2: Alright. I was looking for Anne in the library.
3: Okay, wait, 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 really quick, um, as I'm basically going to gather all the quote-unquote survivors into one area while all this is happening.
0: All right. Start a support group.
3: Yeah, sure, okay.
0: Okay, so, Anne, you found your way to the, uh, druid books that you wanted so desperately to find. There's a lot of them, though. There's a lot of letters and words and numbers. and.
1: The, the way I read that guy's conversation that we had is that we had given him enough information to where he had figured out who we were, and then he had given me a book based on that. So, I mean, that has to help narrow it down some, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Oh, fuck. Um All right, so we're going to try to narrow it down. You misread that conversation like fuck. Austin did or Ann did? I don't know. Can I insight check Johnny.
0: <laughs> nope, no, you can't.
1: Cool. Um, can you get? Can you throw me some names or something? I'm trying you to. Narrow... Can, you can tell me specifically
0: what you're looking for.
1: All right, I'm looking for information on any druid um, organizations. I guess they're called circles in D and D parlance. Yeah. I don't know if Anne knows that. But, like, organizations of druids in the Thinmund area, maybe ones who specialize in shapeshifting, or more specifically, wolves. Because that's what she knows about Jane, and she's trying to find out anything she can about what happened to Jane to make sense of it.
0: All right. Um, you do find a couple of tomes um, about uh, druids in the Thinmund area. And when you find them, you're like, what? That's not how you spell Thinmints. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I gotta bring it up with the publisher. Send a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Alright, so uh do you want do you want me to choose from books? Are you gonna give me some cliff notes? How are we doing There this?
0: are there are books that are about the history, about the philosophy. There's like there's a book about living with the druids for a little bit of time. Um there's one that was written by a druid about their philosophies. Um Anne's looking for anything uh
1: Anything that sounds like the most recent, like any new developments, new changes, anything like that, because Jane is, uh, was a young person and she wants to know, like, if there's something that happened that could have changed, like, the path she was on.
0: They're all very old books. Hmm. What what can I do, Johnny? Keep following your heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What do I roll to follow my heart?
2: What are you looking for, man? Dewey Decimal Check.
1: Dewey <laughs> Decimal Check. What do you think a... How about History?
0: Ooh, we've never done one of those
1: before. For the one that sounds most relevant to what she's looking for. How does that feel?
0: Yeah, all right. I'll take a History Check. Nine... All right, with a nine, you find a book that you think actually matches the circle that you're thinking of. And yeah, um, I assume that Anne would know about which circle, um, or uh, sorry, the concept of circles.
1: If she finds one that she thinks is what she's looking for, she's going to thumb through it, try to find anything that looks helpful.
0: Uh, What's helpful? Like, what do you want to know?
1: Like you said they're all very old. So I'm not sh- yeah, so I, I was thinking like the recent history of like what they what they're doing and stuff, but if if they're old, then I guess just um basic structure of their just like what's their deal? Like if I was reading a Wikipedia page, like what would be the f- opening paragraph
0: of of this particular circle? Yeah. Um it would have to be beware and take care.
1: That's the entire first paragraph,
0: well, I mean, you know, like it's uh they're they're a secretive sort, mhm, you can't ask Tony to
2: just like make up books on the spot and then read you from cover to cover.
0: no, I'm just asking for <laughs> no i like i'm I'm trying to give you the Coles' notes in terms yeah, yeah. of beware and take care in the sense that they are extremely guarded um they are on constant vigilance, they are unwilling to present themselves in a manner in which their designs are laid out, but at the same time you get the impression that they want to take care of people, that there's a compassion there, that there's a, a desire to do good, So they're nice, but dangerous. They're dangerous, but nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting closer. Getting closer to some truth about Jane.
2: Oh my god, why- Can I just say out of character? What are you trying to do?
1: (laughs) I'm trying to figure out why my friend died.
2: Oh my god, I I could tell you.
1: I mean, you don't- You think you know, but you don't.
2: I know enough.
1: I'm saying, like, if if Anne's like- why did why did you kill Jane? And you're you're gonna be like she tried to sell me into sex slavery and it's like true. yeah that's true but it's not capital T true like why that's true yeah <laughs> and wants ca- and wants mean, capital T true not just like the truth in the moment
2: you mean like more of why she did it like motivation
1: well yeah well yes
2: okay how how, how yeah well that's fine but how how are you gonna find that in a book this just happened.
1: No, but look, I'm talking about cultural context. Like, if, oh. like, if, um, like, uh, what the fuck are those things called in Star Trek? Like, if one of those Star Trek creatures killed someone and I can look up in a book and be like, Oh, they're a warlike species. They did this for honor reasons or something, oh. right? Like, yeah. there's, there's definitely context you can glean from society and, right, you know, so- social sciences.
2: That makes sense.
1: I would like, turn to chapter 12 to learn uh, Jane's backstory. Like, I
2: understand that, but, like, out of character, we, we know, like, it was personal.
1: I, yeah, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing out of character. Anne's trying to make sense <sighs> of this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anne gets frustrated, puts the books back, and goes back to Ronaldo. Ah, okay.
2: Ronaldo finds you. Okay, I say, help me read these books. What are you even doing? And then Ronaldo just t- marches back.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was the whole of the conversation. Cool. Then Ronda picks up the next book about um anthropology, was it? And then Hands and the other one.
0: No no no. You're you're well across the library at this point All in time. Right,
2: well we're well, once we get there, unless we, we unless Anne has something she wants to
1: say during the walk. No, we go back to the books unless okay. squeak or mysterious horses <laughs> stop us. Also, he was really bad at getting her attention. Did he not think of just like jumping up on the table and like it's a mouse. Being obvious, yeah. Get your messenger game right, dog. You get back to the books.
0: The books.
2: Cool. I I read the anthropology book and hand and the other one, and I said we got to get on this thing.
1: Yeah, I read the geology one. I I, I also like clue her into
2: what little uh Ronaldo gleaned from the journal, and then goes back to reading.
0: Um, as you open the page to the geology book, Anne. Um, the text says, Come back next time! Next time on Dice Funk! Now that everybody's covered in butter, the rocket finally starts, and your tethers tighten.
1: Hey, Ronaldo, I found, look, I found two books. One's called Stop Being Such a Little Bitch, and the other one's called Get Up Off My Dick.
2: Ronaldo snaps Anne's neck. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's okay, Hope. You'll find another friend. My name's Faith.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, interchangeable minor NPCs. (laughs) Your suffering is our humor. As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadows Theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive Producers for DiceFunk for the month of February 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Ingmar Gremin, The Cult of Gorfinax, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witsky, Brent, Jason, Eric Kimball, Harrison Andrew, Luke Powers, Phoenix Mod, Jade, Kevin Sidlow, Tarka, Shock Lindsay, Jorrit, Arnsten, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. If you want to support the show, there are a number of ways to get the word out. Whether you comment on Channel Awesome, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Podbean, or rate us on iTunes. If you want to help more directly, you can find Leon at Patreon.com/RenegadeCut. You can find Jess at patreoncom RavenAllegria 13 and you can find me at patreon.com slash Austin If you'd like to support Johnny, make an offering of your firstborn son to the full moon. After a fortnight passes, the ritual will commence.